This year is brought to you by TorahWeb.org. Thank you very much for the kind words of introduction. Much appreciated. It's a great success for me to be able to share words of Torah with you this evening, as well as to appear together with the Boy Rabbi Rav Shech, the Shalita, the double schus. And I hope that the words which we share this evening will be meaningful to you as we approach Yom HaKippurim. My title, a difficult title, what do you do when there's suffering, tshuva, how do you change, lasting, enduring change? How do you prepare properly for the days of awe after communal tragedy? Our first source is the Rambam and Hilchos Tanios, who addresses this quite directly. The Rambam at the very beginning of Hilchos Tanios teaches us that there is a Torah commandment to respond to a crisis which besets the community in a particular fashion. This is a, literally our topic, a community tragedy. There are individual tragedies, unfortunately, but the Rambam is focusing on a community tragedy, and these are the words of the Rambam at the very beginning of Hilchos Tanios. Perek Aleph, Halacha Aleph. Mitzvah Sasem in HaTorah Lizok Ularriah Bechatzotos HaKotzorah Shetovo Al HaTzibur. For our purpose, we're not discussing chatzotros, we're discussing lizok, which means to daven, to cry out. And beis, for our topic, is part of the tshuva process, that when there's a communal crisis, that we call out in prayer. When we do so, the Rambam writes, then, what is it? You are going to do tshuva. It's midarke at tshuva. And you know, it's because of me. This is the theme of Yom Kippur, which is emphasized in Mafter Yonah. Yonah says, Bishali, it's because of me. It doesn't blame somebody else, as we always point fingers at the other one. No, it's me. This is a critical theme of Yom Kippur as well. And what happens if they don't call out? They'll say, it's just minig olam, it just happened. It's a mikra. This is achzorius, cruelty. Cause them lidobek b'maseyam aroyim. We'll cause them to cling to the evil deeds. V'tosav atzorah tzorah sacheros. There'll be even more problems. If you go with keri, I go with chamas keri. What does that mean? Here's the key line. Kishavi aleichem tzorah. Kedei shetashuvu. The purpose of the Tzara is clear in the Rambam. The beginning of Echostanios is Kedei Shetashuvu, so that you will repent. And instead of repenting, you did not so, it gets even worse for you. This is the Rambam, the first three halachos in Hilchos Tanios. The Chavetz Chaim, a hundred years ago, there was an earthquake in the Far East. Chavetz Chaim wrote a letter and says it's a message for us for Am Yisrael in Poland removed both a different nation a different continent far far away 
It's a message for us. And the source is a postage in Svanya, which Rashi quotes in Pasha's Vaira. Perek Zion, Gimel, quotes a postage in Svanya, Perek Gimel, Pasuk Zion, interestingly. And Rashi says, Hashem brings Peronos ala Umos, brings disasters to the nations, Kedeshi Yishnu Yisrael, so that the Bnei Yisrael should hear about it, Viyiru, and they should be fearful, Shanema, there's the Pasuk in Svanya, Hichrati Goyim, Hashem Pinosam, in the far off remote corners, Amarti, Hashem says, Akhtiri, you will see, You'll see the disasters which befall the nations of the world in the remote corners and you will accept upon yourself Musr. How much more so, my friends, when that disaster which came from the same corner of the world, from the Far East, spread, not like the earthquake of a hundred years ago, which the Chafas Chaim was referring to, but it spread to these parts of the world and so many of Achenu B'nei Yisrael suffered, many perished, many are still suffering. Certainly it's a message to us to take the Musr. It is true that such a tshuva is called in our language tshuva miyira. The Gemara's expression in Mesech the Yuma Dav Peivava Medbeis tshuva miyira. Repentance out of fear. Well, it's not the highest level, we do know that. The Gemara there tells us that if a person does tshuva miyira, zidonos nasas lo kishgogos, which means wanton sins done on purpose are now converted into accidental sins, unintentional sins. This of course requires an explanation. What do you mean? Either the sin is wiped out or it's not wiped out. How is it somehow discounted from a purposeful sin to an unintentional sin? That's a very good logical question. It's discussed in the Sefer Koch Ve'or, of Itzel the Petterberger, Talmud of Yisrael Salanta, who explains as follows. The person accepts upon himself in his tshuva not to sin anymore on purpose. He's afraid. If he sins on purpose, he will be punished. So therefore, what he repented is referring to the purposefulness of sin. I'm no longer going to sin on purpose. Since he accepts upon himself no longer the sin on purpose, guess what? The purpose part of his sin is erased. Not the sin itself. It's not the sin itself which bothers him. It's the fact that because he sinned on purpose, he's going to be punished. Therefore, Mida connected Mida. The fact that it's done on purpose is erased by his repentance. But you're still left with the sin. The sin has been discounted from a purposeful sin to an unintentional sin. This is explanation of the Koch Vayar. This is stage one. Stage one. But the fear, of course, is at this stage one, how can we guarantee that there will be enduring change? That the repentance, the tshuva that was done, will not be reversed in short order. It's a very serious question. That's the topic of today's discussion. So the Rambam speaks about this in Hilchus Tshuva. Perig Beis, Halacha Beis. And the Rambam tells us as follows. What is Tshuva? 
Obviously you stop sinning. And you resolve never to repeat it. Shenemar, Yazov Rosh Adako. Okay. Number two. V'chen Yisnachem Al She'ovar. He will regret that he sinned in the past. And here is a fascinating phrase. V'yoyed Olav Yodea Talumos. He brings testimony of Hashem who knows secrets. He will never go back to the sin. Apostle we just read in the Haftorah yesterday. The Kess of Misha asks, he doesn't see why this Pasuk has any relevance. And the Mepharshim explained, this is just the end of the Pasuk. But it says before, as the Haftorah begins, Shuva Yisrael, Ad Hashem Elokecha. Chazal and the Yalka say, it says Ad, it can be read as Aid. Aid Hashem Elokecha. Hashem Elokecha is your witness. He bears witness, and He knows what's in your heart, that at that point in time, you have in mind, never, ever, to go back to the sin again. Okay? So he resolved never to go back. There's a question, a very interesting question, also discussed in the Koch Ve'or. The Rambam's order is perplexing. He begins by saying, Yigmar Belibo Sholeyaseyoh, he called us a Kabbalah Lahabo, the acceptance never to do it again. Then he throws in, Yisnachem Al She'ovar, you regret what you did in the past. And then he continues to say, you're not going to do it again. So he has A-B-A. He has the Kabbalah, then he has the Charata, and Kabbalah again. And the question becomes, why did he write it in such an unusual order? The Rambam is the expert in writing things in a proper order. It seems to be out of order. He gives a remarkable answer. A person resolved not to do it again. How do you know this resolution is really meaningful to the person? The answer is, how much do you regret what you did? If you regret it sincerely, and you realize how terrible sin is, and therefore your regret is completely sincere and totally overwhelming, then, and only then, can we reach the second level, where it's not only you made a New Year's resolution, a Kabbalah not to do it again, but the Rebona Shalom can testify that it is a proper resolution. This cannot happen unless the intervening stage of Yisnachem ex- exists. He starts with a Kabbalah, you have to resolve not to do it again, but if you resolve not to do it again without the accompanying very sincere and profound regret, we cannot have a guarantee that you're not going to do, go right back to your old ways very shortly thereafter. If you sincerely regret it, the chances are much greater than in point of fact you will not go back to your old ways. And therefore, we say, the Mephoshim explained, as a person says, Atem Edai. Gemara tells us, if a person says, Atem Edai, you are my witnesses, 
He can no longer say later on, ah, I wasn't so serious about it. Mishat anibach. No. You make, a, you, is, is a witness involved? You can no longer say that. It's a din choshen mishpah, based upon the Gemara. Here too. Here too, Kodesh Baruch was the witness, and therefore, you're not going to go back. It's very serious. This is Perak Beis in the Chushuva, Halacha Beis. And of course, this is true 365 days of the year. In Halacha Vav, however, Rabbi goes on and says, although Tshuva and Sa'aka are Yafa Le'ola, in the Aseris you made Tshuva, right now, Yafa Biyoser, this Tshuva is even nicer. Umiskabelesi Miyad. And it's, it's accepted immediately, as it says. Again, we read this recently. Dishu Hashem Bihimatso. Seek out Hashem when He's there. Chazal say means the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And it can be explained. I saw this in the Sefer Hatshuva, based on the Rambam with which we began. We began with the Rambam in Hilchas Tanios, where the Rambam says in the Mitzvah say to call out, to scream out, Lizok, Litzok, it's the same word. And to do tshuva. Darkei tshuva. That is especially appropriate in the Aseris Yimei Tshuva. How so? We can explain as follows. Aseris Yimei Tshuva, by definition, is an Ace Tzara. The Rambam gives examples of, a, of what's a Tzara in Hilchos Tanios. And, and the Corona is a perfect example. The Rambam says... Kigon, Dever, a plague. A plague is a tzara shetavu al hatzibur. However, it could be argued that the aseris v'mechuva is always a tzara satzibur, because each and every one of us is being judged. There's a judgment. I don't know if you've ever been in the courthouse when a judge is about to pronounce a sentence. It's a scary, scary feeling. A melech, a shofet, bus of a dumb is going to pronounce a sentence. And everyone is nervous. What is the sentence going to be? How much more so? Melech, malchem, lochem, akadosh baruchu. Kaviyochel pronounces a sentence. It's a scary time. It's a tzoras at sibur. And as a matter of fact, this tells us that we are required to pray to Davin Lizok. Even the Ramban, in his comment on Sefer Mitzvah, Mitzvah say hey of the Rambam, where the Rambam says there's a Mitzvah to Davin every single day, Ramban disagrees, but he concedes that in the Ace Tzorah, there's a Mitzvah to Davin, he quotes the same puzzles that the Rambam quotes. Pharaoh's and Mechatzotros. Rambam counts it as a separate Mitzvah, over and above the mitzvah to daven every day. According to the Ramban, there's only this mitzvah to daven in an ace tzara. And it's therefore possible to understand that the Aseris Yimei is an ace tzara for all of Kla Yisrael, because every single Jew, every human being, is going to be judged, is being judged, was judged, will be judged in Aseris Yimei However, as is pointed out, the Ramban, after quoting the Pasuk, in the Torah, quotes a pasuk and Sefer Malachim, Shlomo HaMelech said at the beginning of the Beis HaMikdash, people are going to come, and they will pray about Kol Nega V'Kol Machalo. 
Kol nega v'kol Again, corona. A private problem. An individual is sick. The pasuk of Shlomo Melech was not discussing a pandemic. He meant kol nega v'kol for any individual. And therefore, as this year came to an end, the year of great sorrows of corona, each individual, the Tzoros HaTzibur, this pandemic has affected the lives of every person on the globe, one way or another. And now in Tzoros HaTzibur, an additional level of Ace Tzoros. So therefore, we have summarized what I consider to be the first stage of Tzoros. Yes, it's Tzoros Meira, Yeres Onesh. It's Nas Loki Shgogos, as we explained from the Kol because the purposefulness is removed, so it's not considered still a sin, but without purpose, just unintentional. And the fear is, you're going to go right back. So the best you can do is have sincere, sincere regret, because you realize the severity of the sin, and hopefully that will stick with you and you will never go back to the sin for yod olav yodea talumos as in Perek Beis Halacha Beis however the Gemara says there's a concept of tshuva me'ava tshuva out of love and tshuva out of love is a much much higher level much higher level tshuva Meira is a tshuva on a particular sin. Unfortunately, when the fear wears off, either because the crisis passed, and we have to be thankful that the most terrible part of the corona crisis has passed, we still have to be vigilant. But the fear that we all felt a year and a half ago has dissipated, and therefore there may be people who made resolutions in, out of fear who've gone back on them. It's possible. And if you go back on them, what happens then? So my Rebbe, in Alachuva, quotes to the corner of Sajigon, and Munos Videos, hey, hey, says that if you had really sincere intention at the time that you repented never to do it again, even though unfortunately you go back to it later on, the Tshuva is still valid. And all the sins which preceded have been wiped clean. Further sins, of course, count again. But the tshuva was effective, notwithstanding the fact that despite your statement, I'll never do it again, he did it again. So I have Sajigo, which is very, very uh, reassuring for some of us who know that uh, we don't always keep our word. My Rebbe thought that according to the Rambam, as we understood it, the yoid all of your dea talumos, shloyoshev achet liola, that HaKadosh Baruch who testifies you will not go back HaKadosh Baruch who knows 100% he knows the future if you go back obviously Hashem did not testify falsely so according to that interpretation of the Rambam that the Yod of Yodea Talumas is Hashem will say testimony he feels that Rambam disagrees with Yosadjagon if you go back the Tshuva is rendered ineffective however don't give up even according to the Rambam because the Lecha Mishnah 
has a different interpretation. What does it mean for Yoyed Olav? How can it be? How can Hashem give testimony? It's Bechirah Chavshis. The Yishlomah, no, a different interpretation. When he does tshuva, Sorg she'yikabel alav le'eid la'ashem yizbarach. He appoints, not that Hashem says testimony, the man appoints, as it were, Hashem as his witness, that he's not going to go back to the sin, as we, as we find, we read in the end of Sefer Dvarim, ve'eid ali es ha'shamayim v'yes ha'aretz. You accept the heaven and earth as permanent witnesses, as Rashi explains, and that's what it says. We say that we're not going to go back to our bad ways. So if that's the case, there's the Yalkut says, doesn't mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our witness. We attempt to appoint Hashem as our witness. It's an expression in English. God is my witness. We try not to use those expressions. But that's what the Rambam is saying. If that's the case, then perhaps the Rambam will agree with us to go. At that moment in time, God was his witness. Later on, the Yitzhak came back. So it's unclear, it depends how you understood the Yoyed Olav, whether the original interpretation or the Lechemish's interpretation. In any event, how are we going to try to see to it that our change will be enduring? Enduring. That's the topic I was asked to address. I believe, in order to address this topic properly, we once again have to quote from, from my Rebbe, it's in the same piece in Allah Tshuva. And he explains that the Rambam divides the laws of Tshuva into two parts. The first part and the second part. The first part is primarily the first two parakim of Hilchos Tshuva. A little bit in three and four, but primarily one and two. In three we have the famous Rambam, that's Tkir Shofar's Xera Sakasub, is a remis to wake up and you forget about the important things all year long, you have to remember them. This is the main idea of Tshuva, and it begins at the very beginning Aleph, Aleph. You do the Vavera, what do you do? As it says, Kiyasu, his vade was chatosam ashes osu zavidu dvorm. A poskin pashas not so. Zavidu is a mitzvah saseh. As the Rebbe explained in a different Chuvad Russia, the maisa mitzvah, the act of mitzvah is the vidui, but the kiyama mitzvah is, as he writes in the introduction, sheyoshu vachote mechet lefneshem vizvade. That the primary Chuvad is a, it's a chiyam belief to have sincere uh, repentance. And he goes to it, what is it? We read it base, base, what it means. It means a Kabbalah and a Charata and you have to stop sinning. Those are the three main ingredients. And he goes on, very beautiful. Tshuva. Then, in Perek Hay, seems to be a total digression which we don't understand why it really belongs here. The Rambam begins Perek Hay. Rishus l'cholodam l'suna imrata l'hatos atzmo l'derech tova and the reverse. Two prokem then go on to prove the concept of free will. According to the Rambam, this is fundamental. And the question is, why is it here in Hilchas Tshuva? It should be in the Torah. 
Why is it not at the beginning of Bichus Shuvah? Because Shuvah is all based on Bechir Chavshis. And why does he go on in Perek Zion? Remember the word first, the first word in Hey is Rishus. The second word in Zion, Hol the Rishus. Some of Rishus seems to be something of a different order. Of a different order. My Rebbe said, I'm going to say it my own way, because I can't explain it as well as he did, as follows. Tshuva me'ava is a term which the Rambam does not cite. And the Rebbe asked, how is it possible? Ten prokham of Hilchus Tshuva, and he didn't bother quoting the expression Tshuva me'ava in the Gemara, that's donos nas lokazachios. How is it possible? How is it possible? If you look in the Gemara Pevav and Medveiz, just before this distinction between Yira and Ava comes another Gemara. Gedol Tshuva Shemekarever says Agula. Based on the Pesach we say every day, Uval Tzion Goel Uleshave Pesha Biyakov. Tshuva will bring Geula. Ah, so my Rebbe explained, this is the Tshuva of Perek Zion. This is the Tshuva Me'ava, even though the Rambam never mentions the word Ava. It's clearly referring to the Tshuva Me'ava of the Gemara. We have to go more than that. Take it a step further. Tshuva Me'ira is a repentance, fear of punishment for a particular sin. As it begins, Aleph, Aleph. A person did a sin. Zodon, Shkogoy. Over al achasmian, you did one avera, so you do tshuva for that avera. If you did ten averas, you knock them off one by one. A, B, C. It's tshuva on a particular sin, which is a high level tshuva miyira. And we said before, since you now regret and you didn't want to, you're afraid of the punishment which comes by doing it on purpose. You say you did it on purpose, so it's as if you never did it on purpose. It becomes like a shagaga. That's fine. That's fine. But in Perik Hay, a totally new concept. We knew before about Bechira Chavshis. A person can choose to do this Aver or not do the Aver. We all have Nisyonos. I say the Lashon Hara, or I don't say the Lashon Hara. I daven with Kavana, or daven with no Kavana. These are constant tests that we all face. But these refer to particular activities a particular mitzvah, a particular avera. Borrowing from brisk, it's on the chepzah. It's on the, uh, the object, whether a, a mitzvah object or avera object. Perek Zion, again to borrow, is tshuva of the gavra, of the person. It's a whole different order. We're not discussing repentance for a particular sin. We're discussing repentance of the individual, the whole persona. Here, a whole new person emerges. A new person emerges. As they have in Perakeh, an individual can change his ways to a derech tova, a new path, to become a tzaddik. We're not discussing a particular sin. We're discussing a transformation of personality. To become a totally new individual. That's a whole new level. A whole new level. This is true, if you will, of the gavra, of the person.
And here and only here, the Rambam says in Allah Chadala, the Perk a person shouldn't think that because of his previous sins, he is somehow distant from the level of tzaddikim. No! No! It's as if he never sinned, and his reward is even greater than someone who never sinned. He had tom tam chait, and he stopped it. What does that mean? That means he has greater reward. Why is Schoro Harbe, pray tell? May I interpret? You know why Schoro is Harbe? Because those that don't know, all those bad things that he did become good. The Mephoshim explained that when he realizes that he has such a power to run after these Yetzirahs of his, if he uses that power to do good and sublimates it and elevates it, it's even a higher level. As Chazal said in the Medrash and Bereshis, Tov Zayetzah Tov, Tov Ma'od Zayetzah Mephoshim explained that if you use the, the drive that you have to do bad things and you sublimate it to do good things, you're on a higher level. So this fellow who did Averis and uses that same power to do mitzvahs, it's Nasalokizachios. All those sins now turn into credits. So the Rambam does not use those words. Presumably, it's to this that he refers in Perik Zion, Halacha Dalad of Sorah Harbe. The sins don't exist, number one. It's not a Shagaga. It doesn't exist. And more than that, it's a Schus. That's why Sorah Harbe. So this is the Tshuva Me'ava, even though the word itself is not used here in the seventh parak of Hilchos Tshuva. And the Rambam becomes waxes poetic, waxes poetic, and tells us in Allah, hey, that it leads to the Gula, the Gemara just before that distinction between Yira and Ava, and Allah Vav, oh, brings a person close to Hashem. And therefore what? Listen carefully. Emesh, yesterday, he was hated by Hashem, as it were. Despised and distanced and disgusted. The next day, who of his beloved, and precious, and close, you did a friend. Just like that. In one day. In one day. Can a person repent? For each and every sin, piecemeal, all in one day, impossible. We're not discussing repentance for any particular sin. We're discussing a total transformation of the person. A whole new person, based on Perakeh, that a person can become a tzaddik and chart a new path. A new path. A whole different story. A new path. A new path in life. Well, I'll call it Shuva on the Gavra. It seems to me that this kind of Shuva has a much greater chance of being what we call an enduring change. Because it's a different person. Not the same person. The same person repents a particular sin, unfortunately, there's a greater chance to go back to it. The fear subsides. Whatever it may be, get used to the fear, or there's no more fear. The tenets of Shuva pass. When he had that fear, and he can go back, Khalila. But if the transformation of the whole personality 
a much greater chance will be enduring change that we are looking for, especially after the year of crisis. My Rebbe adds, in Aloha Gimel, in Perak Zion, it's not found in Aleph and Beis. Don't say that Shiva is only for sins of deeds. Znus, Gezel, Gzneva. No! You have to look at your Deos, which we call Midos. And he lists seven deadly sins. Kaas, anger. Eva, hatred. Kina, jealousy. Hitl, scoffing. Rudifus, Amaman, running after money. Kovod, running after honor. Or even Rudifus, Amacholos, running after food when it's inappropriate and unhealthy, which so many of us have to watch out for. These, Minakol, Tzorok, Lachzor, B'tshuva. It's more difficult. It's more difficult when you get Nishkar, Be'elu, it's hard to separate from them. V'cheinu, Oma, look at the same Pasuk. Yazo, Rosha, V'chulei, Darko. You're changing your way. A new way, a transformation. A new person. A new path. That's the way we have the Tshuva on the Gavra. The Tshuva Me'ava. And therefore he introduces Perek Zion by saying, Hol or Rishus, the same phrase Rishus, more than Bechira. Bechira means, I'll either do this sin now, I won't do this sin. And tomorrow I have the same exact choice. Rishus means, I can change my ways completely. The personality can change. Lahatos Atmo Lederech Tova, a whole new way. Yazav Rosh and the Yos Tzadik. Just like that. Harishus Biyodo. A much higher level. Therefore, he begins Perek Zion by saying, the as he explained in Perek Adam Lasos Tshuva. Wait a minute, wait a minute. And before that, in Perek Aleph, it was Nishtadel Lasos Tshuva. They were just said, you know, if you sinned and you do Tshuva, right? What? Then you and you and you and you repent, then you confess. It's an action. It's an action which is critical. The vidui, the confession, is the action which is the, the concrete mitzvah. doesn't say you have to do it. If you do tshuva, make sure to do vidui. Here he's saying, you better be careful and do tshuva. Why is he first saying in Perak Zion and not in Perak Aleph or base? Perhaps, again in Sefer, tshuva alludes to this, you have to look at the Sefer Meshech Chochma. In Parshas Nitzavim, he has two pieces. One in Perek Lamed Pasuk where he contrasts the choice given at the end of Parshas Nitzavim with the choice given at the beginning of Parshas Re'eh. We all know the first Pasuk in Re'eh. Bracha Uklola. In Nitzavim, much more than that. Chaim Esatov, Moves Vesara. What changed? Why it was just klala? Now it becomes mavis. He explains what intervenes is the parsh of tshuva, not the parsh of tshuva in parshas noso. That's the tshuva on a particular sin. It's the parsh of tshuva of geula. My Rebbe calls it. This is we read all about the geula in parshas nisavim after the tochacha. There's going to be v'shavu l'akem achshvus l'vrichamer v'kibeschem mikol amim. That's the ultimate geula. And that goes together with tshuva. As the Rambam writes, the Rambam tells us that, in Halacha Hei, Ein Yisrael Nigolun Ela B'tshuva, 
Once this opportunity exists in Parshas Nitzavim, and you fail to take advantage of the opportunity, it's not only a curse for the momentary lapse when you sinned originally. Chalil v'chas, it goes to, to Mavis for your failure to repent appropriately when given the chance. So as Meshachachma in Perik Lamed Pasukid Alvin Parshas Nitzavim. But then he goes on at the end of Parshas Nitzavim. He has a few pieces. One is entitled Din V'Cheshvan, where he says, the Vilna Gaon is quoted, Din for what you did, and Cheshvan for what you didn't do, but you should have done. What should you have done primarily? Tshuva! Tshuva! If you don't do tshuva, it's held against you. Chazal tell us, a person is a benani, so in these ten days, if he does tshuva, he's, he's sealed in the book of life, otherwise the reverse. Why must he do tshuva? So to any other mitzvah. Tip the scales with one mitzvah. And the Mepharshim explained, if you don't do tshuva, that's so serious, no matter how many mitzvahs you do, you lose. So you have to do tshuva. Yishtadel, Odom Nasus Tshuva is only in Perek Zion. because you have Rishus, you can actually transform yourself completely. And you fail to do so, especially this time of the year, when you have the opportunity, even more so, as the Meshachachma says in Din V'Cheshbim. And what about Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur coming up in a few days. Yom Kippur, he rises the day when the Sutton takes a vacation. And I'll say, Sutton is Gematria 364. There's one day the Sutton's not there. So we have tremendous opportunity to do tshuva properly. If one chalil v'chaz fails to do tshuva then, it's held against him. Tshuva Yom Kippur is a double-edged sword. If you take advantage, it's fantastic. But if you don't, we've been better off without it. So I said Meshachach, but twice in Parshas Nitzavim. First about tshuva in general, and then about Yom Kippur. And therefore, I believe in conclusion. It's up to us, everyone here in this room, or those who will be watching it, and all of Klal Yisrael, that right now, we have to accept upon ourselves to do tshuva which endures in two stages. The first is Yiras Onesh Vatsara, as the Ramah writes in Hilchos Tanios. And we suggest that Aseris Tshuva is also an Eitzara. And you have to be mindful of every particular sin which you may have done with sincere regret and then a more meaningful acceptance which can lead to Hashem's testifying on it. You're not going to do it again. And as we mentioned, since you do this Tshuva Meira, this donors become Shgogos. Why? From now on, you're not going to do it on purpose. You're afraid of punishment for doing it on purpose. And therefore, the fact that you did it on purpose is removed. But the sin is still there. It's considered to be a sin you did unintentionally. Stage one, which is also an important stage. But stage two, stage two is tshuva me'avra. As I explained, face on the rough, not a tshuva on a particular sin, but a tshuva on the person. Tshuva on the person which comes only in Perak Zion after Perak Hay, Rishus, a higher level than regular Bechira. Lahatos Atzmo Lederech Tovav Leos Tzadik. Not just to do tshuva 
for a particular sin. To transform your entire personality. To go on a new path. Yazav Rosh Adako, a bad path, which includes bad midos. And go on a new path of good midos. And more mitzvos. And no averos. And you have the ability to do so. And if you do it, miskabel miyad. And one day, from being hated to being loved. And this is the tshuva which brings the geula. This is our challenge. After a year of suffering. To do tshuva which will lead to enduring change. How do we respond to a crisis of our entire community? It's my tefillah that each and every one of us will reach this level of tshuva of enduring change. And if we will, we pray and I bless you that every individual should be zocheh to a gemara chasim and Klal Yisrael will be zocheh as the Rambam taught to tshuva to a gula shlema b'mheira v'yameinu. Amen.